Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast in which I'll be Jake. And I will be Riff. And tonight I'll be playing the role of Hot Stuff. You're always playing the role of Hot Stuff. Am I? Do you do you want to switch roles? Have you been, have you been typecast? No. I, d- I don't really. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy being Jake in this podcast. Okay, well then, fine. What have you guys been up to? We'll be over here with my dramatic range. You do have a dramatic range. You have a drama degree. That's true. That's a one of those camels dairy? with yeah. two humps. <laughs> yep. Uh, what have we been doing? I uh, I am just about finished working on the stuff for the thing that nobody listening will see. Good. Um, and it's a good use that, of your and the listeners' time. So yes. you, yeah, I was gonna say you. So you've really taken their 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 comments to heart, where you don't talk yes, about exactly. stuff. That it's they really just that seen. one guy's comment. I think everybody else probably likes cryptic bullshit. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, even uh, well, that's that's the thing that even if we even uh, like, I mean, there's nothing to say about that one. But the 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 <laughs> thing that I can say a little bit about. I can at least say that I that the next thing I am going to be working on is the big uh, Avatar challenge path, the next one. Right. Which so I have the... which I have already done some partial brainstorming and some partial figuring out and work on, but I, I have not yet started constructing in earnest, so that will be the next thing that I start doing. Wow. Uh, probably, the, probably the beginning of next week. The madman's density scribbling on your whiteboard led me to believe that you had begun work on it in earnest. Is that, was that just, uh, was that just a side project? No, nah, that was like preliminary notes of like, that was me going, all right, so we're going to have this and this thing and this thing and this thing and this thing. And then I got, then I got to figuring out what one of those, this things was going to be, but I have not actually gone through and like, started writing replacement quest texts or anything like that. Is, so the last, the I last a- avatar path that you did was the zombie slayer. Yeah. yeah. Your, your propensity is to replace all of the text in the game, whether there are systems for replacing <laughs> it or not. <laughs> right. Yeah. This one, uh, I am going to try and not do anything crazy out of control. Not do anything. Not do anything at all. The uh, a- the the new avatar path is going to be the avatar of you. Hmm. Oh, okay, is that like the army just of avatar one? of player player name? And it's just a mirror. Yeah. You're the person of the year. And we'll just we'll you know we'll reverse all the images left to right. Times Ooh. person of the year this year is the selfie. <laughs> selfie the clown. Did you hear about the Elsie, which is a selfie but taken by somebody else? <laughs> no, I had did you just make that, that up? No. Oh, that's a good. That's a good term. There's also Elfie, which is a a, a a selfie taken by Will Ferrell. Okay. Okay. Yeah, or by Captain Elfie Fett. It's an awesome robot. Have you seen the robots that she's made yeah. recently? No. They, like they just keep getting better. She's real good at that. They're not like. Fully automated robots, though. No, they're just they're rubber robots. Rubber, probably not rubber robots. Do you mean like clay or whatever? Sculpy. Yeah, I think they're sculpy. Okay, sculpy. They're bots. glossy in a way that most sculpy things are not. So Maybe they're just glazed. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think you can. There are a glazed row nut. Glaze or like a dobot paint on 
Uh, wow, a glazed donut that was actually just covered in a layer of glass. (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit. It would last a really long time, but you still Uh, wouldn't want it. (laughs) There's just a little pane of glass in the hole in the middle. It's like a little window. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, early uh, Pioneer windows were made of sugar, and that's why they're Mm -hmm. thicker at the bottom. Okay. Because of all the ants. (laughs) That's why, you know, that's why the cowboys were cool with being thrown through them so often. Oh, yeah, it's delicious. Right. You yeah. might get some in your mouth. It's likely to, like, tear you to ribbons. Yeah. Oh, but it that's how be. ribbon candy came about. <laughs> yeah, boy, cowboys really do like being thrown through windows, or at the very least, they don't, oh, they, they mm-hmm. don't get too head up about it. Or, like, uh, falling over a banister, especially right. if the banister breaks. The yeah. defenestration of the prairie. <laughs> Yeah, it used to be indoors. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was just, well, until it was thrown outside. Yeah, it was thrown through a series of windows. They had, th- that's really why the point of the railroads was so that they could transport giant windows uh, <laughs> so that the uh, people who were known as sod busters could oh. bust those windows by hurling sod from place to place to to move the, the great prairies outdoors, <laughs> to just move the entire landscape from one side of the railroad tracks to the other. Well, right, because <laughs> I mean, in- indoors they now have carpet, which they used to put in bags, and that's where the carpet Grover Cleveland was like, you know what? I like this West, but I think I would like it better if it were reversed. (laughs) This all comes back to the Avatar of You, where they just took a giant mirror and held it up. And that's where you live now. In the mirror. All right, guys. We figured it out. We figured out the entire West. Yep. (laughs) The Billy West. Uh, Well, do you guys want to... I think it's going to probably be a fairly short show because we got a very late start. Do you know how many meetings we had today? Oh, my God. I hear you had four. We had five. We had four phone meetings and one in-person meeting. Gosh. Yeah. Are any of those things concerned with things that can be discussed? Sure. One of them was about Kingdom of Loathing and Kingdom of Loathing Con... Uh, actually, two of them. Yeah, there was one that it was about Kingdom of Loathing, the yeah. video game, which uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's a pretty good game. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of our listeners might enjoy playing it if they gave it a chance. Uh, where what we were talking about the item of the month, we were talking about the challenge path, we were talking about the KOLCon item. Hot Stuff came up with a funny and good idea for the KOLCon item, and I oh, forgot yeah. to make the thread where we brainstormed about that. Then we had a meeting where we talked about KOLCon. Actually, no. Then we had a meeting where we talked about some... Uh, minor packs and potential Gen Con presence of KOL stuff. Yeah, and, and did the some Twitch planning for the Twitch and stream. Uh, and then we had a meeting where we discussed the logistical details of KOL Con and how yes. and where we might find a food truck. Yep. Um, Turns Friday. out trucks are not made out of food, Riff. What? I know. I'm going to have to rethink this whole plan. Sugar trucks. Are. I know there was that one in that movie made out of weed. Okay. Yeah, that movie. Up in Smoke, starring Cheech Marin. Did they make an Chong, entire truck out of weed? Chong Kamatami. It's like a van. Yeah, it's a van. Yeah, and it's the exhaust uh, smoke is just pot smoke, and so they get pulled over by a cop, and then by the time the cop gets up to the window, he's just like, oh, hey, guys, what? I forgot <laughs> that I was arresting you. Huh. I'm going to get back on my motorcycle and teach the children of the 70s that driving a motorcycle while stoned on marijuana is a responsible and safe thing to do. Okay. I've not seen that movie. No, me neither. I know I just enough yet. about it to have referred to it in a thing that is not in the game yet. Is that the one where uh, they roll 
the dog eats the stash, and then they just roll joints of its poop. I think it is, yeah. I think that wow. happens at the beginning of the movie. That's gross. Yeah. That I kind of I kinda wanna watch some Cheech and Chong movies, but I kinda don't want to watch some Cheech and Chong movies. I remember seeing snippets of them here and there throughout my childhood and just not ever caring. I really enjoyed the Corsican brothers. Okay. I only know that from like the electric company or something. There was some other kids show that they appeared on as the Corsican brothers every now and then. It probably wasn't even them. It was just the same characters. Hmm. I don't even, I don't remember for sure what show it was though. Maybe the Muppet show. That seems like possibly there might've been some overlap there. Is Corsica an Island off the coast of France? Uh, Italy, Italy. Yeah. I think, no, I'm thinking of Sicily. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. You know, if only we had in our hands these devices, which we could just <laughs> consult some sort of... I put mine in airplane mode during these recordings so that it doesn't go... That's interesting. I have never done that, and my phone... We've not noticed it on the recordings. No, I've only... I've noticed it on some thumbs recordings, and I wonder if it's maybe because somebody left their phone like right above the preamp. Hmm. or something it might also Um, be that that's something like since we're doing this on skype that's something that would happen if one of us got an actual call right hey but nobody likes us nobody ever calls us okay so it is off the coast of italy it is above but it's a canadian territory weirdly that is odd really no uh, it is Man. above the island of <laughs> yeah, and in the dictionary there, gullible does not appear. It is. It is also off the coast of France. There, it's almost equidistant from France and Italy. Um, so when you're standing there, you might say, "I see Italy, I see France." And Corsica is a part of France, so that's why I thought it was off the coast okay. of France. Uh, so it's like French Italy. Sure. So it's like a, so it is dressing, like a dressing that is both oil vinegar and mayonnaise based so i think i think uh actually is, what is french dressing is french dressing thousand island or that's russian dressing that's russian dressing french dressing is like the ketchup with extra sugar gross i don't know what it's actually huh. made out of but that's what it's like i'm gonna look up sicily is sicily the the football that italy is kicking is that yes. how that works yes Everything okay. that I know about uh, Sicily, I, I learned from uh, True Romance and The Princess Bride. So uh, the only things that I know about Sicily are racist. <laughs> yeah, I learned a little bit more uh, from also having read uh, Asterix and Obelisk, Obelix comics, but that's still kind of racist. <laughs> Man, if I had had to draw the Mediterranean from memory, I would have fucked up so bad. This is just not at all what I thought it looked like. There's a bunch of shit going on, guys. If I had to draw the Mediterranean from memory, I would just draw dick butt. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> it's the only thing I ever draw. So Ibiza, oh, Ibiza is a fucking island off the coast of Spain. What is Ibiza? Where is that? Where like the, the gay? Is that go. gay island? Yeah, it's like gay rave planet, except island. Gay rave digger. If, you, if you're a fan of Ibiza or a construction worker on Ibiza, you're a gay rave digger. Yeah? Yeah, you went there. I, that wasn't anywhere to go. It was I just a dad pun. 
Well, yeah, you went to the dad pun. Sure. Uh, you guys want to get to the questions? Uh, sure. Okay. Are they all Western themed? No. Uh, the Nuge says, assuming the trend of revamps continues through level twelve in the Naughty Sorceress, is there a revamp quest you'd go back and adjust further after this point? Something you wish should work di- uh, you wish should work differently than it's set up now. No, probably not. I quest wise, I'm pretty happy with everything now. I think I would maybe there's some non quest stuff. Though. Yeah, I would I would juggle stuff around in the level one zones. I would probably make some more level one zones that mm. unlocked via drops that started quests inside the existing level one zones. So it wasn't like an intimidating amount of stuff to go to in the beginning, but that you were directed to a thing. Would you turn like the dolphin yeah. King's map into it? Yeah, zone? and I think that's I think that is more or less exactly how I would go about that, and then just make it into a real thing that worked slightly differently. Something that didn't conflict with the later understandings of the ocean would be cool. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I feel like in general I should go back and revise the Nemesis quest to be more in line with the new kindness. Yeah, and just comprehensibility, like. Yeah. Do, we should just get rid of rave combos. Is the Dolphin King like a good guy? Uh, I never even thought about that weird narrative inconsistency because dolphins oh, are assholes. Right. Oh, yeah. Hmm. hmm. Maybe, maybe it should just be... Maybe, the, maybe, he, maybe dolphins used to be good, but the old Dolphin King vanished, and it, now it's like the Grand Vizier Dolphin is running everything. Okay. Uh, Power Turtle says... Could the favorite food listing on your profile be given an option to choose a food? I don't like good brains as much as it seems to think. Yeah, I guess people ate a lot of those because they were one fullness. Right. Um. I mean, maybe you should just eat a shitload of mug cakes. <laughs> and I mean, in a way, it is an option that you choose. You choose it via a lifetime of dietary choices. And I think letting you just pick something, that would be akin to playing God. What hmm. if that what if that was adjusted to account for fullness so that it didn't oh, so that, weird so, so that, that it was lar- weighted larger foods yeah so that larger foods didn't get so badly eclipsed eclipsed by essentially the same amount but more items of smaller foods I don't know I mean, I mean then- we could do that in a single query right or not a single query but that we could do that in a single pass but that that would change everybody's favorite food yeah, I think that would annoy more people than it would help. And also, uh, you know, no, like the the way that you know what thing you've eaten the most of. Like, I have eaten way more jelly beans than I have pizzas. And I don't. Yeah. But jelly beans are not but your But you've favorite eaten fruit. way more pizza than you have jelly bean. Sure, but. Y- <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, that's, it's possible that you just made Riff's point for him. But I don't think. I don't know, man. Like, do we do most of our vacationing in Germany? Hmm. Because we vacationed in Germany for five weeks once. It, it wasn't five weeks, was it? I thought it was five weeks. No. That would have been a long time. A, it was at least a month. No? It totally was. I was there longer than you, and I don't know that I was there a full month. You were there nine months, which <laughs> is just proving my point. Okay. Proving that Riff is a dummy. Are you talking about when, while I was gestating or gestated? Oh, did you gestate in Germany? I guess. Hmm. No, I didn't gestate. I gestate a pizza. 
but that doesn't mean it's my favorite food. <laughs> KOL Miner's daughter says, The McGuffin Diary still references moving a book on the bookshelf. Picture a bookshelf with an arrow pointing to the third book from the left and does not mention the alternate method you've placed for getting the talisman. Is this something you guys are looking at updating? Yeah, I just didn't want to get hung up on... I didn't want the Spooky Raven revamp to get hung up on me figuring out something to hide in that book. And I just sort of didn't bother changing the MacGuffin diary. Um, oh, shit. Which huh. I probably should. Yeah. Because um, the level 11 revamp isn't, like, officially over yet. So that's part of it. It totally is. What do you mean it totally is? I'm pretty sure it's over. There's a whole thing that hasn't rolled out yet. No, there hasn't. No, there isn't. What are you talking about? Isn't the Whitey stuff? That's not part of level 11. That's a guild quest. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the level 11 stuff is done. Huh. I think that there is some weird circumstance, and it might not even be a weird circumstance, but there is a point at which you don't have anything in the quest tracker for it, but that is largely a side effect of all of that quest tracker shit being super fucking complicated huh. for level 11 because there's just so many different things that might be the thing you're working on. Um... Thren says, hey, quick question about making a game. I want to make a browser game in the style of KOL. No animations. Click the screen somewhere and something happens, but I have no coding experience. I know you do a lot of work in PHP, but is everything done that way? What coding languages do I need to learn to make this happen? Thanks in advance. Can't wait for the live stream. Yeah, everything in KOL is PHP, which generates HTML and some JavaScript. And, and also uh, MySQL on the back yeah, MySQL. end. Um, and there's some Perl uh, <laughs> that we use to build the scripts, but you wouldn't have to do that now. And, and then there's there's our own conversation code language which is based on i don't even know what it is nothing it's based on me making up a i wanted to make up a language so simple that even riff could figure it out oh, i know i'm such a butthole why am i such a butthole do we have a name for it i know that macro language is balls let's just say that the name of our dialogue scripting language is cock okay um and no we'll so let's see it. no dialogue Insertion command key. <laughs> um, heuristic edutainment uh, action dialogue. <laughs> um, so JavaScript is valuable. Uh, you could do a lot of things just in HTML5 these days, probably. Well, but that's JavaScript. I mean, anything interactive in that is going to be in JavaScript, right. yeah. I mean, it depends on whether you want validation against a server and True. and persistent state tracking. Like, you could make a game that was like KOL, but you couldn't come back to it the next day and still have all your shit. Well, or you could store stuff from in a different cookies computer. and stuff. Like, yeah. It'll yeah. be client-side, but... Store stuff in cookie clicker, more like. That's, so that's the thing, though. If, you're, if you want to make a game that's like KOL, that's multiplayer, and has persistent state that is, like not cheatable then you need to have uh, a trusted server somewhere that actually runs all the code and that that is a level of infrastructure that is annoying yeah it's not trivial to get yeah and i mean i don't know i had been doing web development stuff both for a job and dicking around for many many years before i started working on kol and i don't know that I probably gloss over a lot of the stuff that I had to know how to do in the first place to be able to get it off the ground. 
you know, even getting to the point where you can run Hello World in PHP on a web server somewhere and have it show up in a browser, there are a lot of steps. Um, right. Especially now, because that's less of a that's less of a thing that people use, so it's less of a service. I mean, you might be better off just learning like Ruby. That's true, because that seems to be what a lot of web development happens in nowadays. Oh man, did you see that tweet that I retweeted where it was like, my programming experience is largely Ruby and Python, but I can control any kind of snake with any kind of gem. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good. Um, Ben T. Galden says, I'm looking forward to this weekend's Twitch show, but I have one request. Would you consider doing a show on a weekday at some point? I work retail jobs, which make weekends a difficult time to get involved in anything, with the middle of the week being when I have time off. Although I've previously just set up my outfit beforehand and farmed stuff from my phone, which has worked well for what it was. Other than that, I've been loving the fun new content, so keep up the good work. Yeah, I mean, it's trickier because there's a lot more people in the office during the week. Mm. Um, And, you know, there's, like, a lot more people using the internet pipe, which probably wouldn't be a big deal. Internet Um, went out this past week for a while. I mean, that could happen on a Saturday just as easily as on a Tuesday, but... Could? um, Is that possible? Dude, I don't know. Can the internet go out on the weekends? They probably are more likely to, like, if it went out because someone fucked something up, like, a construction guy or a guy Construction guys are not working on the weekends. That's though. what I'm saying. Then that doesn't happen on the weekends. So my point was that if it happened as a result of human error as opposed to just, like, the general constant yeah, low-level decaying of everything into nothingness. Yeah. Because um, humans don't make errors on the weekends, right? Because they sit in those chairs that are infallible. Well, they don't make errors at work on the weekends. Okay. They sit in their infallibility chair at home watching football, and then that's why they always know better than the referee what should have happened in the football game. It's because of the infallibility lazy boy. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I would I would consider it. It would be interesting to do it with everybody here. I'd I'd be. Who knows what would happen? Maybe we would have celebrity cameos. Sure. Um, F says, you discussed in the stand how they stopped smoking cigarettes because they became more stale. As a child who grew up behind a tobacco farm, why wouldn't they just go pick some tobacco and dry it? Well, there wouldn't be tobacco farmers if everybody was scrambling to have enough food to live. I don't think. Can't you eat tobacco? Like a tobacco salad? Okay, you could. Yeah, you could make a tobacco salad. Yeah. I don't know. In fact, I think a taco salad... Uh, evolved from a tobacco salad. They just removed some of the letters from it. Uh, F says, I was listening to an old podcast right after Dread came out and you were happy that people were sinking so much meat into getting Freddy Kruegerans in trade. I've never understood your interest in having people spend the in-game currency. Does spending meat correlate to more donations for Mr. A's? At a, at a real significant macro level, it does, I think probably there was definitely an increase in donations briefly when we introduced the basement and that was like what a 10 million dollar expense to dig yeah. a basement i mean it basically people dollar to eliminating expense. meat from the economy makes the economy healthier yeah and that's i think that's that's and, our interest is. yeah and and it needs to like we don't pay nearly as much attention to it as we used to because it is remarkably stable for for what it is um but you know largely i think the reason that i'm excited when people are actually engaging with that system is because it means that there is it's a better system if people are actually like 
I'm getting this thing. And if there's stuff that I want that costs it, then it's important to me. And I want that system to be engaging and important to people. Hmm. All right. And if there's nothing to buy, then you don't get excited when you get a lot of meat. It's like Bitcoin. Sure. In a, in a lot of ways. F says, would you mind dropping a clue on the theme of the next challenge path? What scares you the most about getting older? Hmm. Are those two different questions? Mm-hmm. Um, or, or was that the second not actually a question and that was the answer to the question? Well, we had a, we had a, uh, some arguments today about whether a net that gave you a bunch of items for free was fun or total bullshit. <laughs> Was it bullshit or just broken? Broken. Yeah. It, but in bullshit ways, right? Like, sure. Broken by assholes as opposed to just being broken by itself. <laughs> um, Would it, it, it in itself be an asshole? I don't know. I think the thing that scares me the most about getting older is getting worse at learning things. Hmm. Hmm. Like, it's harder to acquire new skills. Is that because of, like, the degree? degradation of our mental faculties or is that because of just a lack of time uh probably both yeah i'd hmm. say both but when i the last time i tried to learn a song on the piano it was so much harder than it was when i was a kid that i was like you know i'm gonna stop our, trying to do this our huh. brains are drying up getting less plastic uh he says hi jake you should open up a dogecoin wallet for donations but warn people that you won't give mr accessories for dogecoin i would happily throw you some crypto if i could so you can just give us this if you want but we're not going to do anything in exchange for it well, i mean that's a that's that is a literal donation right yeah dogecoin man well uh, let's see uh death by pie says i glanced over the store and remembered the kol documentary being a thing will you ever make it available in downloadable form physical media is so passe you don't think so I don't. Yeah. How come? It's not ours to distribute that way. Right. But I bet, I mean, I bet, like, that guy is not making movies anymore. Okay. The last time I talked to him, he is a surfing instructor. Okay. So, uh, I imagine that if we did get in contact with him and we said, hey, if can we start selling this thing digitally and giving you half the money if it sells eight copies? He would probably say yes. It's not long enough to get on like Netflix. Isn't, have they not mm -hmm. loosened those a little bit? Not to my knowledge. Could we just make a version of it that was just itself twice? Could we, <laughs> could we just slow the whole thing down drunk Jeff Goldblum style? Well, just could we, just add the second one is just flipped left to right because it's could the mirror we, version. Could we? It's, oh, yeah. This uh, is the world's first documentary palindrome. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we could we seriously could edit a version of it that was long enough to be on Netflix. Like, I mean, you could seriously just add a couple more tracks that were just like, here's the bonus features meeting sped up and then here is it slowed down and then like this is what this is what it looks like when xenophobe says the word hi <laughs> over the course of nine minutes 
I spent it's, a lot of time trying to think of a word that he said during the it's job. It's possible, but they might actually screen everything that people try to job. submit. And in that case, I don't know that they would <laughs> allow it. I have not looked in several years about whether they will take shorter form stuff at this point. But You See, okay there? I, I'm just I'm practicing for the documentary. Um, Mad Surgeon says, just wanted to say that I appreciate you reading my lengthy comment question last week and responding to the points I raised. You're right that we have completely different perspectives about what is a good game, but that doesn't mean we can't talk about it. One of the coolest things about Asymmetric is the way you guys support the community by encouraging and respecting player feedback, and I don't think you get enough credit for it. Can't always be easy. That's all. Bye for now, and thanks for a cool game. Oh, well, thanks. I'm glad that I didn't hurt your feelings with my diatribe about your stupid bullshit. I was going to say, weren't you slightly <laughs> insulting, too? Uh, sure. I'm sure that I was. Come on, Mad Surgeon. Great. Thank you. Uh, I been a been. Hello, I was wondering if I could ever get a hold of a certain clan name. It's taken by somebody who hasn't logged on since 2006, and my gaming community has had this name for 13 years. We would really like to get a hold of it, but we can't ask the person for it. Is there any way we could get that name for our clan? I forget what happens to clans now that accounts aren't deleted for inactivity. Nothing. Nothing. Yep. They just it. If it runs out of people who've logged on recently to take leadership of it. So just, if there's just one person in it, it's... I mean, what if we put in a thing where if no one in a clan is logged in for a year, it just resets the name of the clan to a procedurally generated, like, random, dusty, empty clan hall full of spiders. <laughs> just uh... that. Would they be able and to, then and then a random number after it? And would they be able to change their name? <laughs> hmm? Would they be able to change the clan name again? Oh uh, no, no! It's too bad. You get what you get. You're gone that long, huh? So <laughs> abandoned, creepy, spooky clan hall full of farts. Like, sorry, you you drew the short straw. Um, Savur says the raffle house is an efficient meat sink. Why is it filled with stuff from 2007? Time frame may be wrong. Is there a way to make the prizes more relevant? Well, replace them with relevant prizes. Like, <laughs> yeah, this has come uh, up a couple times recently. Yeah, and not recently. Like, yeah, yeah, it comes up all the time, but it does seem to be in the air now. Harrican says KOLCon items and Type 69 discuss. So. We had this sort of philosophical argument. I think I think you and I disagree about this, hot stuff. If because I don't want there to be any gray area at all. And whereas you feel like if we reintroduce an item like if we make it so you can get an item now mm -hmm. through any means, like during an event or something, yep. then that should reset the clock on yep. it. But I don't agree with you because what that would mean is that there could be no food that was expired from any longer ago than the quantum taco, which I don't think that's a reasonable thing the to quantum do. Quantum taco is not the same, though. 
but it is a content that is newer through which you can get older content. Something, something similar to the quantum taco that actually gave you the item, for instance. And I just don't, we wouldn't do that. I just don't want to mess with it. I don't want to mess with it. Like I, as far as I'm concerned, as long as there is a KOL con, those items don't expire. I'm confused because we're selling them now. That was my position. Those items, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then what is I assumed that we would disagree based on your... Well, no, I guess this is doing it the way that you want. Yeah. But they really, they are just straight up available now, sure. as opposed to available in some weird ancillary thing, which is why... I forget what it was exactly. It was like, there was one Crimbo where there was a present that would give you items from three Crimbos Old, Older ago. Crimbos, yeah. Yep. And I did not want to update the dates on the old ones right. to be not when they came out, but the last time they were available through that. Yeah, and I, I mean, I felt thing. I felt like that was a little frustrating to me because because it is it they literally are like you know if if we introduce something that like has a junk pile and like in that junk pile is stuff that's expired, I would probably update the timer on those. Given. Well, so that, the fact but then, that I'm the only one that actually ever sets those things in the, in right. The first but then, place. do you think that then anything, even if we, so if we put limited time content in the junk pile in like Hobopolis, for instance, yeah. that that stuff just never expires, even though you can't really get it. Like if you have a one in a thousand chance of getting it out of a thing that takes a hundred turns to get one die roll on, I think it is fair to remove that from the competitive environment because it is as it is effectively as impossible to get on purpose. But we don't remove ultra rares from the competitive environment. No, but those continue to be produced in additional quantities and anyone who wants any of them can get them like that's also true with most things that are not in available in 69, but but not all things doctrinally from now until the end of time, which is why I don't want to open that up to where we have to start making judgment calls about this stuff. Like this is my, my whole point is that I do not want mostly what I don't want is to argue with people on the internet about which one thing should be available and which one thing should not be available. And so what I want is a very strictly defined system of rules where we don't have to make any judgment calls because then that question just answers itself. You know, it's why I like my diet. Do you want dessert? What day is it? It's Tuesday. No, I do not like you don't have to consider. Well, I had dessert two days ago, but not three days ago. So I guess I could probably get like no judgment calls. Hmm. And what about when judgment day arrives? What about when judge Judy calls? Mm hmm. I always, I always just like click her straight to voicemail. Yeah. Yeah. Like I keep telling you, text me. I know you're old, <laughs> but text me. Um, so yeah, I think KOL con items, as long as we're <coughs> selling them, are going to be non-expired. It is, I think, comparatively unlikely. I mean, what we might end up with is a situation where like the Gygax is the only Librum that's available. Wasn't it actually, wasn't that con item that came out during Trendy the only... I don't remember. Like the only... It might have been the only Librum. Um, I'm excited about the con item. It's I'm usually like 
put off by the amount of work and balance that has to be done in it. But this one, it's like, this just content. It's good. It's just stuff. It's just systems and structures and it doesn't have to be, you know, like sure. it's, it's mostly competing with the things it's competing with for flavor. And those things are old and boring now. So <laughs> just like old people, which I mean, nice work. You're every, afraid of nice aging. work, everybody. <laughs> Max Droom says, this has probably been asked previous years, but is there any way to maybe convince the people who make con shirts to make a few LT shirts for those of us who have long torsos? I like shirts, but most shirts are belly shirts on me if I lift up my arms. If not, uh, if not possible, I will just never lift my arms above my chest again to compensate. <laughs> I mean, we have to order anything that is like not a standard size from American Apparel, which is where our shirts come from. We have to order in vast quantities. Yeah. So it's just, it is super unlikely that we're going to get anything outside of our regular sizing chart, unfortunately, which I'm sorry. Like that's just, it just, and it sucks, but there's like shirts are such a logistical pain in the ass to begin with that accommodating like anything outside of the system that we've already built up is just super tricky. We're, we're just a small company that doesn't have enough time to like handle all the crazy potential side cases that people would like us to. And I would absolutely stop selling shirts entirely if hot stuff would let me. Yeah. And yeah, the fact that you enjoy your KOL shirts is only because I have like, just not let Jick shut down the store like a dozen times now. So I hate it. Yeah. You hate, you hate hate selling selling retail goods. I do. I just, I hate commerce. Yep. I hate having to think about it. I hate having to store inventory. I hate, finding out when complicated shit makes it so other people have to do work because of it. I hate, I hate the fact that the store sucks and it would be so expensive to make it not suck that it would take 10 years of store sales to pay the person to make the store not suck. Like I just hate it. I don't want to sell shirts. I have never ever wanted to sell shirts and I fucking hate it. And I wish that it wasn't a thing for a dude that, has not wanted to sell shirts. We have sold a lot of shirts. Yeah, well, like you, thousands, tens of thousands, tens of thousands of we shirts. Not sold ten. We have not sold tens of thousands of shirts. I think uh, we have probably sold sold more than ten thousand shirts. Nah, I, don't I, think so. I bring this up every time this comes up, but I have forgotten what your answer always is. What uh, What about giving the giving the shirt business to to Patico? I am fine with that. They would charge. They would charge. An extra 50% they would charge the customers 100%. twice as much. We would get half as much. Yeah, and they wouldn't sell any of the weird shit that we sell. Probably. But this, this is. These are numbers we know. You've you've already run this past them, or we talked to well, them a couple times. Did we? I mean, I, I like. Yeah. I don't have a sense of what. I mean, I know that we are the only place on earth that you can buy a T-shirt, shipping included, for fifteen dollars. Um, that has a design on it. Sure. Well, sure. Yeah. So um, I, I mean, I've bought t-shirts from them and they weren't $30. I feel like I probably paid 20 bucks with shipping. It's like 20 plus. Yeah. 20, 20 plus shipping. Right. Which sure. is like 25 probably. So this year's con shirt is a little more expensive than usual. Cause we're doing something crazy. Oh yeah. My gosh. I man. Three Emily. arms. 
I think Emily hates it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's her sucks. face. She thought I think she thought I was kidding Aww. when I showed her the design and the. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah, but I'm curious whether everyone else is going to hate it either. I thought it was a funny idea. Yeah, and I thought it was well executed by you. Th- thanks. Um, <laughs> is it animated? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an animated shirt. <laughs> oh man. Big plastic lenticular frame on the front, or like electric electric wiring in every shirt. That'd be rad. Yeah. Anyway, it's more expensive, uh, a little bit by like five bucks or something. Yeah. Um. And there are reasons. <laughs> uh, four reasons instead of the typical one reason, but uh, yeah, man, I just don't like. We basically can't. It's a giant pain in the ass to sell sizes larger than, like, American Apparel has decided that people should be. Um, which, yeah. Because Their shirts run really long, which is, like, the fact that you want something they do, even they, longer than no, that kind they, of blows But my mind. they used to run really long. They don't anymore. Oh, That's don't. another problem is that the standard, like, the same, the same like, plue from American Apparel has just randomly changed lengths right What's the it's, difference it fits. between a plue and a skew uh a i don't product, know product length unit and a system kinetic unit okay sure uh, i'm making i'm making this up skull these are the crusher that, unit these are the 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 names of the software agents that run the american apparels oh man plue skew right? and clue yeah and crew and grew this is Sergio Aragonez's uh, AI. <laughs> Cheesedip.exe. Um, uh, so, so yeah, sometimes they're long. <laughs> if you can get one of those shirts. But if we want any kind of weird size, we have to buy like 144 of them. And so uh, that sucks. PLU versus SKU versus UPC. Okay. Yeah. Stock keeping unit. Okay. Uh, hmm. Penis length unshortener. <laughs> it makes the weather nice and warm. Um, Price lookup code is the PLU. Okay. That's that code doesn't start with a U. No, no, that's not UPC. That's price lookup. PLU. Price oh, lookup. Price lookup. Okay, so it's a pluck. Well. It's a it's a PLU code. Okay. Uh, and UPC is Universal Product Code, right? Universal Product Code. That is what the seventh son of the seventh son is going to use to unite the earth, the people of Earth, under one world currency. Um, <laughs> There's some other shit. There's this, and this doesn't even make any sense. International Article Number, the EAN. The Global Trade Item Number, the GIN. <laughs> Hmm. And the Australian product number, APN. Um, Thank yeah. you, Wikipedia. You have to have a different one for Australians because they're upside down. That's true. Anyway, I'm sorry I'm sorry about your torso guy, uh, <laughs> but I don't know if there's anything that we can do for you. You you know, we could just start selling 
cummerbunds in <laughs> cummerbunds that are made out of the material of our t-shirts and then you can have my mom sew the cummerbund under the bottom of your t-shirt while you're yeah i was gonna say you could just get two t-shirts and cut the lower half off of one of them and sew it to the bottom oh of or you could just sew the entire one to the bottom of the top one and then you would have a cool adult onesie <laughs> with a, <laughs> you you wouldn't even have to take it off to poop <laughs> For what it's worth, PLUs are almost exclusively used on uh, produce. Oh, okay. So. Well, yeah, it makes sense. Produce shirts, liability code. These shirts are a lot like pineapples. <laughs> How about them pineapples? You don't have to remove a pineapple to poop either. Oh. <laughs> Depends on where it is. Uh, what was I... What experience did I liken to shitting an entire pineapple? Oh, I don't. I remember you saying that, but I don't remember the context. It was probably something unrelated, like turning left in traffic or something. <laughs> right, <laughs> figuring out the VCR remote. Um, a blonde named Farty writes. So I've been listening to old episodes of the podcast, and I just heard Jake mention Novelty Addict as a challenge path idea that was passed over in favor of Way of the Surprising Fist. What was the basic idea of Novelty Addict? Wasn't that what turned into to Trendy? No, 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 no. Novelty Addict was the one where you could only use any given thing once. Oh, right. And right. the thing that stopped it is that it was just no fun. Like, it was... Because it was really hard to eat yep, and drink. And it was really hard to drink, and, and it was really, really punitive for... Like, if you didn't ascend fast, you were fucked because it got worse and there would be, worse. It got worse and worse the longer the run was yeah, to, to the point where you just couldn't eat anything anymore. Screwed or, up. And uh, if you used a tower item, <laughs> tower killing item oh. early, you were. Screwed. Oh, could you not use the same combat item? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there were that just didn't. We tested it for a little while and people just hated it. And it, it. Sound, it sounds like a good idea. Right, it sounds like a thing that's worth exploring, and it was worth exploring, but it was just that. I think that's the only challenge path that I've ever just given up on, hmm. and there, I don't think there was any way to save it. Like, we, I think Chris coded up the Heradric novelty funnel. <laughs> what was that? It was a thing in the campsite that you could throw food into, and it would randomly turn it into worse food that you hadn't already eaten. Right. And then at that point, it was like, Jesus Christ, we, this is, yeah, this is like the... Ankle weights plus helium balloon path where it's like, this is just really cumbersome for no effect. Anyway, the Heradric novelty funnel is pretty cool. (laughs) I think it consumed it right away too. So, oh, so you couldn't actually get it back out. Yeah. You didn't have any real control over (laughs) what anyway, that was, um, but yeah, so then I was like, well, fuck this. I'm going to make a karate path. And then I was real fat. I'm pretty sure that I didn't even start working on Way of the Surprising Fist until like five or six days before the before Yeah, it, it happened out. real fast. Yeah, I um, remember having to really hustle. I think I worked some overtime to write those. I think I was out of town, special. too, because I, I don't remember oh, right. any of it. There wasn't a lot to it, looking back, compared to modern challenge paths, especially like... It was like 10 non-combats and 10 skills. And then there was a bunch of shit that we had to fix because there were points where you just couldn't make it through the game without hmm. having a weapon equipped. Like, that was when the transfunctioner went back to being an accessory. Right. Uh, made it so you didn't have to have the pool cue equipped to uh, piss off everyone in every clan. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, Irishman says, this is, this is really, uh, this is a really unfriendly post. If trendy is going to be the thing going forward, could we please get more lasting content sooner than later? I just can't bring myself to try it as it is now because there's a complete lack of interesting choices. There are hundreds of times as many things in almost every slot that are unlimited and available forever as there are things that are ever going to expire. And you're just being uncharitable and kind of a dick by saying this. There are a lot of things that we have made in the last three years that are interesting things to choose between in more or less any context. Like, I get that maybe it's aggravating that there's only one tome or whatever, but there was a year before where there was only one tome. Like, there's only one florist, Friar. That's a fucking cool, interesting, awesome thing, huh? Huh? You're pretty fucking excited about that, aren't you? And there's plenty of paths where you don't get any tomes at all. Yeah. Anyway, F says, Dame Angela Bridget Lansbury isn't dead, she wrote. Yeah, she's not. I looked. And then I did the thing that I also do sometimes, which is to look at pictures of Angela Lansbury when she was younger. Have you ever seen the movie The Court Jester? No, I haven't. I know it's got the flag yeah, with the dragon. Yeah, and it's yeah. really good, and it is really worth watching just because it has so many like iconic songs and moments, plus Angela Lansbury, because holy crap. Yeah. The maiden, seen, uh, the maiden playing Ninja Gaiden has the boobs that are tubes. <laughs> yep. Have you seen the original uh, Manchurian Candidate? I have I not. Have. Oh, she's super scary in that. Yep. Isn't there also the Manchunian? <laughs> <laughs> the the Liverpudlian Candidate? Uh, Lilliputian see. Candidate? The Lilliputian, the Brobdidnagian Candidate. <laughs> what were the horse ones? That was Brob did. I think that was Brob. I thought, the, I thought yeah, they were I the. Think you're right. I thought Brob did. Oh no, that was ones. the Gallifrey. No, Gallifreyans no, are Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought uh, it was something else. Brob did nag is the giants. Yeah. But, oh um, yeah. Um. Hmm. It starts with a G. It's ga- gal galavac galifinacus. I think it was the galifinacuses. <laughs> No, oh, Naked Jew says, Chai JD and I are proud to announce the birth of our first child, a daughter, Rachel Annette Raygun Bernstein. Seven pounds, 13 ounces, 10 fingers, 10 toes, born 7 a.m. on July 20th, destined to remember all the foibles of some other set of future podcasters. Huzzah. Yay. Well, congratulations to Naked Jew That's and Chai JD. I'm sure that your half bird daughter will succeed in spite of you giving her that name. Raygun is a cool middle name. It it's, is. It is sad that it sounds so close to Reagan. Sure. Did you but, did you know anybody named Reagan? I feel like Reagan is one of those names where if a girl is named Reagan, she's probably super hot. Or possessed by a devil. Okay. I have not. I've Morgan not is another Reagan's. one. Girl named Morgan. Gonna be hot. Mm. Also crazy, though. Yeah? Yeah. Um, the uh, the horses are called the... I don't even know how to pronounce this. The Winonerms. The, the, the Hunyanins. Yeah. Oh, sorry. The Hunonims? Yeah. yeah. It's like pseudonyms, but... Falarala Falfully. Falarala Ralfully? Or Lulali May. Well, Falarala Ralfully is their home world. Oh. Yeah. Um, That's just... It turns out it's actually just a kind of pasta. (laughs) 
Dogtog Blade Blade says, The people in Kingdom of Loathing wear very peculiar clothing. They covered their bareness with torso awareness and rock rad shirts like it ain't no thing. That was pretty good. That yeah, is pretty good. Oh, that, is, this, is this a challenge to your Yeah, that was after limerick. me saying that m- most people are shit at writing limericks. Yeah. Um, yeah, but most people don't choose cool usernames like Dogtog Dog Blade. <laughs> yeah. Man, there were some good things that went into word realms. Yeah. It sucks that they were wasted on that. It is a good game. You've got to get over your hangups. It's a good game. It's, it's available not, for $11. Buy it now. It's not a good game. It is it a good game. It's a good game. game. It's not a good game. Oh my God. When anybody that isn't fucking you guys tells me that, I will believe it. But what I will believe now is I'm a game. I'm sure that, a lot of people that bought it told us that. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot of people that back the Kickstarter. That is a categorically different thing than buying it. There are people who buy it uh, every week. <laughs> yeah. Good good sign. We do not advertise it. You have to know where it is and go there and get it. It's like it's like having a, a an RPG that you have printed and then you are selling it at one Walmart in Kansas. And it's available for sale. You just have to go there and find it and get it. Sure. <laughs> and nobody will tell you that it exists. Yeah, right? Like I'm not saying that we should advertise it. If I'm just we, saying if that we like, spent if we spent a hundred dollars yes. advertising it, yes. it would take how many months to make that back? I have no idea. It might it might pay for itself. It in might a week. never make a hundred more dollars. Oh god. I yeah. Okay, you if you if you are so fucking confident in it, would you stake your own money on it? Would I spend a hundred dollars? Would you spend to- any of your own money advertising Word Realms? Sure. Do you believe in it to the extent that you would put your money where your mouth is yeah, and pay sure. your own money to promote it? Sure. You can have every cent that Word Realms makes from now until forever. I I I, I bequeath it to you. No, you can't do that because why not? Be- why can't I? It's fucking mine because other people get portions of it. So it's up to you whether to give it to them or not. Oh my god! <laughs> if you you signed it. That's fine. I'm serious. I'm serious. If you think it's good, it's yours. It is yours. Huh. Spend however much money you think makes fucking sense promoting it. It's yours. Huh. Interesting. Anyway, if it turns out it's a really good game and all it takes is, you know... put into an advertising budget for it that you're going to front, I hope that you will let me live in your mansion (laughs) when it takes off. It is a good game. It's yours. Okay. It's yours. Fine. Seriously. Okay. Every cent that it brings in is yours, and you will pay the royalties to the people who are owed royalties out of the money that comes into you. Okay. Advertise it if you think it is worth it. Okay. If you think it will work. All right. All right. You heard it here. This is how business happens. Yeah. Also, close the fucking t-shirt store, asshole. <laughs> I'll trade you. I will trade you Word Realms for the ability to shut down the t-shirt store. Um, 
Lord Hyperion says, I've been listening to recent discussions on the podcast, and first I wanted to thank you all for being so open with the community about your thoughts as part as parts of the new game or new parts of the game are developed. I look forward to whatever new content you've got in the works. Regarding your discussion about the timing of the Copperhead quest, I would like to support your stance to respect the importance of narrative in that quest. No questions for me, I just wanted to send some support. And well thank you. And uh, on that note, I'm gonna end this so it seems like everyone everywhere feels that way. <laughs> Uh, hey guys, do you want to do you want to record an episode of Video Games Hot Dog, our general sure. interest video games podcast that rules? Sure. Yeah. Cool. Let's do that. Uh, until then, everybody, keep on playing Kingdom of Loathing. What's our sign off? Keep your butt on the toilet and keep reaching for the refrigerator. Okay. <laughs> good. Good. Good night. <laughs> have a, Have a great week, everybody. <laughs>